The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You got, you got, you got, you got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. Inboxed Radio. I am the big Fabu John Fondi. Excited to got a great show planned for you. Got great guests here today. And as always, you can join us at inboxedradio.com. That's I N B O X E D radio.com. You can jump into that chat room and forward questions to us, which we will answer live on the air. Or you can hop on into the Webmaster Radio chat room, and Brasco, who's dialing in the ones and twos, will go ahead and funnel those questions to us. If you've got any pertinent questions, we'll answer them in real time right here on the air for one of our distinguished guests. And as you know, Inboxed Radio, where else would you set it? It's a show of course, that talks uh, consistently about uh, email marketing and the things that are associated to it. And, of course, we bring in experts from all over the world to talk a little bit about their expertise. So it's not just our opinion. It's opinions of those that are actually down and dirty in the trenches, actually doing the work out there and uh, telling us how they're doing it. Our whole job and our whole goal is to make your job a lot easier so you can make a lot more money. You can retire in style and uh, basically kind of thumb your nose at the economy. So speaking of the economy here, I want to, of course, uh, tell you what we're going to be talking about today. We're going to talk with Dr. Deliver. We're going to catch up with him and find out where his travels are, what operating room he's been in, and some of the things that have been going on with him. Also, we are going to uh, to bring in the Click Father in a new segment called Kevin's Corner. And the Click Father. Uh, Kevin DiVincenzi is going to talk today about if you're not riding the gray line, you may soon be riding the greyhound. And, of course, also I'm really excited and pleased a little bit later on the show we're going to bring in um, uh, Craig Spiesel, and he um, is the executive director, and uh, he, he absolutely is going to give us some great information about the OTA and uh, some things that are going on. Also going to talk a little about what the Wall Street Journal said and why they say that email, uh, email marketing no longer rules. We'll kind of defeat that a little bit as we kind of move into our story here. But speaking of stories, I want to put a shout out to the doctor, Dr. Deliver. You got to be delivering. Let me ask you, can you deliver where you're at? And by the way, tell us where you are. <coughs> I'm in a, uh, a beautiful hotel suite at the Marco Polo in downtown Beijing in China, John. I just landed uh, a couple hours ago. I spent the last few days in Tibet. It was uh, an amazing, sad place uh, and uh, definitely uh, strike a chord in my heart. Was it sad because of the economy? No, it's just uh, it's just because it's occupied by the Chinese military 24 hours a day. You know, um... The t Tibetan culture believes in Buddhism, which uh, believes in no harm to animals or man. And we have the Chinese military occupying their entire country. And so it's, uh, it's kind of a crazy place, John. Beautiful, though. Did you feel uncomfortable at all at any time at all, Doc? No, not really. I mean, being from Detroit, I'm used to, uh, you know, dark-skinned people with uh, AR-41 assault rifles and grenade launchers standing on the street corner eyeing me down ready to kill. So, um, you know, it's just, just another day, you know, walk in the park for me. But uh, I have a feeling that some of the tourists were a bit intimidated by the thousands of military patrolling the streets. Do they deliver Chinese food? <laughs> 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 or, or should I ask, hey, can you get a pizza delivered over there? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think so, Jen. <laughs> so now, uh, so tell us where you're at now and what you're doing there. Well, I'm in, a, in Beijing right now, and the uh, China National Games are going on, and so I'm going to uh, try and catch the swimming championships. I used to be a, uh, a swimmer myself, so I'm excited for that. And I actually have a few meetings out here with some... Uh, Factories who are are opening up their um, their logistics to drop shipping internationally. Um, what that means is, 
these these factories are willing to sell at at their considered wholesale pricing, which is you know five uh, percent or four percent of what the retail cost of something is, and they're willing to ship a single unit anywhere in the world for me uh, at a time. And so what that means is I can set up an affiliate program and drive affiliate traffic to uh, to these factories' websites or my own websites that uh, I'll arbitrage through the factory, and. Um, and, and have a very hefty hefty markup in there with great commissions. You can promote it through PPC, media buys, or, or even email. Speaking of a single unit and swimming, do you still wear your Speedo? Oh, every day I can, John. Nice. I like that. <laughs> I like that. Hey, let's go ahead now and reach out and bring in the click father, Kevin DeVincenzi. Kevin, are you with us today? I'm, I'm here, John. I'm in beautiful Salt Lake City. Uh, unfortunately, not in a very big suite. I'm actually at a um, courtyard by Marriott. There's a, a small convention uh, meeting here that uh, myself and uh, Anthony, our campaign manager, flew out for. And, uh, and a, uh, a very interesting uh, budget room with, uh, let's see, a basement. Uh, there's, a, there's a basement in here, which is always nice. And uh, no mini bar, but there is a mini bathroom, which is you know quite nicely appointed. And oh, uh, don't worry, Kevin. Nice. I'm dropping your deals right now. <laughs> Thanks so much, Adam. <laughs> yeah, if, if you, uh, we'll be talking, of course, a little bit later on about uh, about uh, the gray line and how that could uh, kind of roll over into the Greyhound. So, hey, if you need bus money, make sure you let us know. Uh, Thanks so much, John. Appreciate it. <laughs> okay. Well. Um, Anyway, we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit more about ad tech in New York City um, as we uh, a little bit later on in the show. But right now, I want to bring into uh, uh, to the show an excellent contributor. He's always got a great attitude about life, but more than that, he really has he's really up on what's taking place in many of the mechanisms and the control. And of course, I'm talking about a gentleman who comes to us uh, from the Internet Law Center. We're talking about a good friend and a good contributor to the show. Please welcome Bennett Kelly. <laughs> Hey, Bennett, how are you today? Hey, John, how are you? Hey, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Are you in the palatial ninth floor suites overlooking the Santa Monica Bay today? Yes, it's a particularly beautiful day today. Well, good. Hey, it's just, always wonderful. It's a nice change. I was in D.C. last week, and it was just cold and rainy the whole time. So, gee, it's good to be back. And, Bennett, you truly do make it a wonderful day in the neighborhood. Thanks for being on the show. <laughs> I hope you're wearing your sweater. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Hey, let's talk about, since you just got back from Washington, D.C., what were you doing back there, and uh, and what can you share with our listening audience? Well, um, I was actually there. It was my 20th law school reunion, and I was making a presentation as part of a cyber law panel. But uh, I did talk to some people about what, what was going on in Washington. And right now, everything is dominated really by healthcare. That's that seems to be taking everything's everyone's attention, which means a lot of the you know the issues that we're concerned about in the tech side aren't um, really going to be make, making any progress until next year. And um, but um, the FTC is lining up an issue, and um, which they hope will and going to have a, a a workshop in um, December seventh. It's actually available over the net. Um, on privacy, it's a, and um, often what the FTC does is they they have a forum on issues as a way to stimulate action on Capitol Hill on the issue. Um, for example, the, you know, in 2003 they had a forum on spam that led to shortly thereafter the introduction of what would become the Can Spam Act. Um, in, fact, in fact, actually it was it was announced at that um, forum, and so. Um, they, they have one coming up on privacy that's really going to bring out a, a discussion on behavioral targeting and um, possibly you know, what regulation, if anything, should be done on that area. So, well, I, well um, I understand it, that those particular roundtables are important to have, but just recently the Wall Street, uh, Wall Street Journal um, put out an email. They published a story why, why email no longer rules. And I think that uh, when they talk about the number of people that are jumping in the social media bandwagon, you know, it could have a negative effect on the way people use email. Now, we've refuted that on several, several occasions here, so I think that maybe the Wall Street Journal might have been jumping in there, but I think this is really the time to get a get a handle on this with so much advertising and marketing that's being done through the social networks. Do you think they'll be talking about that very much? Yeah, the, the, that's definitely a big issue because they're they're always um, 
trying to anticipate what's going to be happening with this with new technology. And the problem is that sometimes they get ahead of themselves. And in fact, one of the FTC commissioners says, you know, warned them and said, let's not create an eight-track solution for a CD world. And I'm um, just kind of reminding us how outdated the eight-track um, um, cassettes are and, and that today, um, you know, we, you know, having to devise a solution based on something from that era would seem ridiculous. And just as a warning shot to them. And so, um, but they are looking at social media. They, they have a series of questions. They want information, um, want people to address. Um, but the main thread is um, the ability of a consumer to control the information collected, regardless of platform, whether it's social networking um, or uh, by email or by signing up on a site. Well, in this particular roundtable, you say, uh, I believe I understood that you, um, uh, that you, you talked about this being available online. Um, is the world able to possibly listen into that? And, and would you recommend that, uh, that your, your email marketers, what could they glean from listening in? I mean, because well, they are be- the world. I think it, we are the world. Um, I, I think it would be an interesting exercise for, them, for people to listen in. And I th- part of it, who the FTC allows to speak um, says something. It says um, sometimes they're trying to shape the agenda by who they speak. And there's a big debate on behavioral targeting about whether or not regulation should be go forward in the absence of harm. And um, we had, uh, there was a session a year and a half ago on this in which um, Jeff Chester from one of the consumer groups basically said that this is the most critical issue facing our democracy today when, you know, a matter of four blocks away on Capitol Hill, Congress was debating issues such as Iraq and torture, which I I think might take precedence over behavioral targeting. So there's there's a lack of perspective, I think, on some of the others on the opposite side, and they're they're just kind of creating alarmist um, views without any evidence that harm is occurring and one FTC commissioner has tried to put the brakes on saying you know we need to you know, make sure we we're act in, in response to harm um, in order to avoid making an improper um, step and so that's I think if you if you sign in and watch I think you'll see that debate going on um, throughout and you'll see industry trying to explain the, the benefits of the new technologies but you'll see some some you know anti um, Internet groups basically more or less parroting some of the arguments we've heard over the years. In so those, I'd uh, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, in fact, some of the, uh, in fact, some of the uh, email messages that I've that I've seen uh, that have gone out there um, are, are would fall into the realm of torture as well, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> So I think, and, and definitely, when you do torture somebody, there is uh, there is a transition in their be in their in their behavior. So I could see them going hand in hand. So so stay on them for us, won't you? Yeah, I've heard Guantanamo has a, a real big email unit, but um. <laughs> that that is true, you know, you know. But it's tough, you know, when you're being waterboarded to hold up your laptop over your head so you don't lose any information. Exactly. <laughs> Now, who runs that roundtable? I mean, I, I understand that that it's the FTC. Is there somebody in in that will be moderating that? Uh, do, will they even know what they're talking about? <laughs> well, that, that, that's a qualitative statement there. But um, no, the it's run by the FTC and the um, the Consumer Protection Division, and um, basically the, the, the panels usually are moderated by various FTC staff or sometimes commissioners. You know, they rotate it in and out. Um, and then, but who they select really is going to say a lot about where they think this should be going. And uh, but if you want to participate, um, you can submit comments online. Um, the FTC has a site um, for the roundtable. It's at um, you just I think if you do a, a Google search on exploring privacy, a roundtable series from the for the FTC, um, you'll find it. Or just go to the FTC website and find and it's there. Um, so if you want to make submit comments, you can. Also, this, you can still submit requests to participate, and um, if you want to actually be there live and um, be, be one of the panelists. <clears throat> Now, uh, can can you? What we'd like to do is maybe put you on assignment, uh, Bennett, and have you have you maybe attend that. Will you be Will you be attending that? I was I was thinking of going. Yes. Um, let me see. Actually, I want to see if it's actually going to be on the day of the show. That would be an interesting prospect. Yeah, wouldn't it? Um, though, unfortunately, it's on a Monday. 
So I, I can give you a a very not live report. <laughs> hey guys, sorry for the background. The sorry for the background noise. Uh, housekeeping's vacuuming. <laughs> the budget hotels you really can't take day <laughs> They vacuum. And I'm not kidding. Oh. Oh, I thought that I thought that was the background noise of you munching the mint that was on the table. <laughs> There's no mints here, guy. There might be some bed bugs. There's no mints, I promise you that. Oh. Well hey, uh, that's how that's how I keep the cost of flicks. But I will tell you I will tell you looking at my hotel key, I am an elite member of Marriott Rewards, so I mean I get the uh I might get a mint tonight and turn down service, you never know. That's true. Hey, listen, that's the same type of service I get in every club I go into, turndown service. All gay clubs have turndown service, John. Um, I, I, <laughs> oh, and it's so great to get information from somebody that actually has been to one. So thank you so much for that, Adam, as well. <laughs> oh. Anyway, hey, so based on uh, based on what we've been talking about, Kevin, there's been there are there's a lot of information, and a lot of people are really up in arms about this new FTC reg- ruling and regulation that's gone around. Many people thinking that it's too tough, and more so than that, Kevin, and then it very ambiguous in a lot of areas. Yeah, but I think John, I mean, all laws that are written, including the can spam, are very ambiguous, and it, it's you know the the uh, the way to interpret it is in the eye of the beholder. Unfortunately, um, especially when there's no case law surrounding it, Bennett, you can you can help me out on this. Um, so I think that you know we're 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 gonna have to sit and wait, you know, who the cases are gonna be or who the uh, who they're gonna make an example out of first and see what happens there. But you know, unfortunately, every time you get any regulatory agency involved, um, you know, it's it's uh, uh, the baby gets thrown out with the bathwater, and, and a lot of legitimate marketers get uh, caught up, which is really unfortunate. You know, the, the key point here is um, diff- treating uh, online media different than other media without a, a reasonable justification, and that's the main objection. Yep, that's what we're hearing. We'll, we'll continue to talk about that, particularly that information that comes back. I want to thank you, Bennett, so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Thank uh, you. Stick around, and stick around if you want to and, and chime in from time to time. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Craig Spiesel, and he's the executive director of the Online Trust Alliance, and I think that's going to fall right in hand-in-hand in what we've been talking about. And then, of course, uh, in Kevin's corner, we're going to talk about uh, some of the gray line areas that we've been discussing as well, too. So, anyway... Um, um, uh, this is the Big Fabu. I'm John Fondy. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back with more right after these very short messages. Stick around. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. XYZ with affiliate market. Are you an affiliate? If yes, you'll pay me. No if, as, or maybe. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up as a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agree that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even from a split state of the art tracking. Where did it start? You can do it a couple ways. 7.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? 
page? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash on Target. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Shopping for the best e-commerce tips, tricks, and techniques? Looking for better ways to push your product out of your online store? Watch your shopping cart overflow because you found the e-com experts. The e-com experts show you what you need to know to be a successful online retailer. Learn their search marketing strategies, their web marketing wisdom, and their calculated conversion measures. Ecom Experts, Mondays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Hey, and welcome back. Of course, we're in the palatial inboxed radio studios here in Las Vegas, Nevada, putting a shout out to all the gang at Webmaster Radio. And thank you, Brasco, for handling things as well. We're all out on the road and making sure we pull it all in together here. Uh, in just a moment, we're going to uh, we're going to introduce Craig Spiesel. But before we do that, we've got an online question that has come in. It's a little bit of a long one. And so I'm going to read it and give our team a chance to shout this out. This comes from Kelly. She says, we're doing an email campaign through vertical response. We have an image in a table for a header, but we don't have a border on the cell, and we don't have alt text on the image. If there is the alternate text, I see that in the one-line preview in Gmail that other mail clients, instead, I want dear XYZ to show in the preview. Um, so um, it also says um, they don't see an indication that there's an image, and if you do you have images disabled or do you don't have a reason to turn on images, thus trigger and open in our stats? Um, uh, doctor, maybe you can take a, take a look at that and, uh, and give us, and give us uh, your comment on there. Sure. It looks to me like they're curious about the, uh, the response from having uh, alternate text for the images in Gmail and other mail clients. And what I can tell you here is that there is going to be a, uh, a difference in click-through ratio based on your alternate text. If I mean, it, just think about it like you open an email. You like the subject line, it's to you, and you click it in Gmail, and there's alt text in there that says something like, hey, you really like baseball, check this out today, you know, or click uh, download images so you can see our ad or something like that. But if, if you target it towards... Um, the user, you're going to see a higher response rate. Just putting dear XYZ in there isn't really going to do you all that good. Now, for SEO purposes, Google um, actually looks at the alt text uh, for an image for its uh, rankings and things of that nature. So when it comes through their email filtering, I don't know for a fact, but I'm sure that they probably take a look at the alt text. So if I were you, I would split test multiple alt texts to your list and see how they perform. And that's really where you're going to find your sweet spot. Well, and, and another point, another point, John, it's ClickFather, is to um, to actually seed yourself in your different lists. Because it sounds like they're talking about Gmail, but they're also looking for a one-stop solution for all the different ISPs they're going to be mailing to. Is that accurate? We think. Yeah, probably. And, and okay. seeding is definitely right. so, a great idea. Well, well, by seeding, they're going to see that the old text may show up above the fold in Gmail, where it may not in a, in a different client. Let's say it's uh, Outlook 2007. Uh, for, for agenda drops. So they're going to have to look at each and every um, ISP on a per ISP uh, basis, get a seed account there. And a lot of these ISPs will give you seed accounts. I mean, you know, I, I did got Craig on today. Uh, the last IOTA show I went to, um, you know, most of, the, most of the postmasters will tell you, look, we'll give you a seed account so you can make sure that your mail's coming in and coming in the way that you want it to come in so that uh, so so you get the proper response, and also that their their responders um, uh, they respond to see see what they want to see, as opposed to it just being a, a scrambled mess. Um, so I would definitely test per domain uh, would be the best advice. Don't just try and come up with one ad. A perfect example: I did it yesterday. I had an ad that was performing tremendously generally, and uh, thank goodness I tested it to each domain because in Gmail it was not uh, it wasn't coming in properly. It was coming as a fish email. I had to fix that. Um, but had I not done that, I would have had no response at all from Gmail because it was coming in with that, that well, most emails on the same one I'm talking about with the red phishing header on it. 
uh, and that was just based on my content that had I you know just blindly sent that I still got a great response in that drop, but I would have never known that uh, Gmail was allowing the mail in, but not allowing the content to actually be viewed. Hey guys, thanks so much, and uh, yeah, that just goes to show you that we do take questions uh, live on the air, and we uh, throw them at our guys, and we get them answered relatively quickly as well, too. So um, we'll try to come back and maybe answer a little bit more of Carrie's uh, question here in just a, just a moment. But uh, at this point, I do want to thank uh, Liz Shambaugh for setting up our next interview. She was responsible for having this gentleman who as the executive director he's responsible for setting the strategic vision of the organization while representing the OTA to industry business and governmental organizations uh, he is also on the interactive marketing council of DMA and also on the editorial board of the SC and um, prior to joining the OTA this gentleman was the director of security and privacy and product management responsible for Internet Explorer where he drove the development and the launch of anti-spam, anti-phishing, and anti-malware technologies. It gives me great pleasure to welcome to our show the Executive Director of the Online Trust Alliance, uh, uh, Craig Spiesel. Nice to have you with us, Craig. Well, thank you. I've uh, enjoyed uh, listening to your show. Well, great. We try to mix it up a little bit, as you can probably tell. We try to also have a little bit of fun as well, too. But, you know, I think there comes a point in, in, in our lives when we can maybe, maybe we're having a little too much fun or we're just, just basically stepping over the line. I think that's, that's a great opportunity for you to step in. Tell us a little bit about what the OTA, OTA is and, and how you got started. Great. Well, the Online Trust Alliance really got started in 2004. Um, as a result of uh, quite a bit of um, confusion in the marketplace, um, pressure from the FTC and others on the um, uh, influx of spam and the lack of controls in email. So basically, we undertook the research of evaluating companies of the Fortune 100, um, the top 100 banks, and multiple other sectors, and looked at their adoption. And our goal is to highlight those companies that are doing the right thing those companies that are trying to protect the consumers um, and their brands at the same time. And we believe those companies should receive accolades um, and what I call a trust dividend. In other words, consumers should have a higher level of trust and confidence of um, doing business with companies such as that. And I think that when uh, when you take the time to do that, not only even just by 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 letting someone know that that's going on, it may cause some some internal housekeeping where people are going to take a little bit, uh, take a look at it, and be proactive in the program as well. Can companies give you uh, a call to to ask for assistance in 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 becoming more compliant and protective of, of their consumers' information? Yes, I should say the first thing is that we we believe we need to be part of the solution. So a member of our organization or one of our committee chairs reached out to every one of the Fortune 500 companies before we actually went public with that. Because we really think that's part of the responsibility, being part of the solution, working with them, uh, pointing to them to the white papers. And I would say that um, the uh, overwhelming response was very supportive when we published this information because of the way we, we did it. And I should say the uh, some of the companies that were listed not complying actually called to thank me for putting the fire underneath them and some of their colleagues. So we think it's the right thing to do. We think scorecards done right are great. And we'll be presenting more of this um, next week in Philadelphia at our 2009 Online Trust Summit. Well, hey, Craig, it's Kevin DiVincenzo. Just a quick question from a marketer standpoint, um, because, you know, as you know, I've, I've attended these events from early on. Many, many marketers have not, only for fear of that they didn't feel they belonged and not really understanding uh, what they were from a marketer standpoint, from, a, from an understanding. Could you just elaborate on who should go to this event, who can go to this event, what the process is, so that, uh, you know, if there's a guy with an uh, emailing list that wants to uh, get involved with marketing big brands, what he needs to know and if this is a good uh, form for him to, uh, to register for uh, I, I missed some of, some of that. It seems we have a little bit of an echo. But okay. um, in general, our, our events are, um, are open to the public, uh, a nominal fee to attend. We really believe sure. that we need to bring everyone in the fold. And we also try to provide as much of that information on our site. But um, I would say the good news is the marketers in general have been quick to adopt in many areas. Um, and if you look at the Internet Retail 100, the top 100 e-commerce and retail sites, 
Um, we have a very strong level of, of adoption. Um, that's great. Uh, the challenge is they're only adopting, in some cases, their email or their interactive domains and not the top-level domains that are most frequently spoofed or forged. So while we have great progress, we need to do more. And one of the action points of the summit is to have a session specifically on the business value of email authentication. That's being led by some really uh, leaders, uh, the head of security, uh, a colleague, ex-colleague of mine, John Carroll from Microsoft, um, Sal Trippi from Publishers Clearinghouse, um, um, the Financial Services Roundtable, so, and Pat Peterson from Ireport. So we have really some of the leaders in email authentication to really talk about the business value and also help uh, address questions uh, businesses might have. And, uh, and uh, Doctor, do you have any, any comments at all? For Craig? Well, no, I just I think that our users, if they're really serious about their marketing, they should uh, attend conferences like this. It's a wealth of information and a great way to make connections with, with people who are more than willing to help you with your business as long as you're, you're being compliant. Well, you okay. know what I mentioned earlier, John, about the uh, like Postmasters giving you seed accounts and working with them, this, that's where you're going to connect with them is at conferences like this. You know what I mean? Um, that's really where you're going to connect. You're not going to connect with them at a, you know an affiliate summit or an ad tech or anything uh, like that. And again, no, no uh, just no shot at anybody. Just a different uh, a different venue. So if you're looking to seriously uh, get in with the big brands and seriously work with postmasters directly, and you have legitimate mail, uh, um, you should definitely attend each and every one of these events um, and go there and go you know go proudly and uh, and try and speak to as many people as you can and understand what their concerns are. And see how you can, uh, you know, make it a win-win relationship in regards to uh, you providing the content that they can accept, and uh, and not just trying to fly under the radar, just you know, sneaking mail in, which is still, you know, unfortunately, some business practices for people. Absolutely. Again, for those of you that just joined us, we've been talking with Craig Spiesel, and he is uh, the executive director. And um, I want to thank you so much for being with us. Again, that workshop is the OTA Digital Brand Protection Workshop and Town Hall. That's October 29th. It's at 8 a.m. to 4, and that is at the Lowe's Hotel in Philadelphia. And, of course, for more information, you can go to the OTA website to get signed up for that. Again, we're talking with Craig Spiesel, the executive director of the Online Trust Alliance. Craig, thank you so much for being on the show. I hope you'll come back again. Well, great. Uh, thanks for having me. And again, the, um, the website address is otalliance.org, and we welcome um, any and all uh, uh, members of the ecosystem because we really need to do this together, and I think the point is, is if we don't, we have a limited resource, and we need to look at that. And clearly, um, the previous speaker talked about the FTC panel. Uh, we have some principles that we're advancing. The FTC is participating in speaking at our program and again, it's an opportunity for businesses to show commitment to consumer choice, um, data governance, and self-regulation. Well, again, give our thanks to Liz for setting up this interview. She did an excellent job, and we really appreciate you coming on and look forward to having you on from time to time as issues come up. Because You certainly speak with authority, and you certainly have got a great group of people around you. We'll try to have some of those members of your board on the show as well. So, hey, have a great week. Great. Thank you very much for the time. Hey, we appreciate you having on the show. Thanks, well, when we, when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, three ways to help you maximize your holiday media buys. Plus, the, we're going to go to Kevin's corner. Kevin's going to talk about uh, whether you're going to, if you're not riding the gray line, how you could be riding the greyhound and some interesting objectives that have taken place here most recently in our very well-scrutinized industry. Again, I'm the big fabu, John Fondi, uh, for Dr. Delivery and the Click Father. We'll be right back right after these very, very short messages. Stick around, won't you? Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one 
of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone, as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Affiliatecontracts.com is an affiliate network like no other. Hands-on account management right from setup gives personal attention with continual account optimization. And our affiliates will attest our offers consistently pay more money every single day. Seriously. And hey, want to make a lot of money fast? Check out our unbeatable, I mean unbeatable insurance offers. Higher conversions with programs that are sustainable and scalable because AffiliateContracts.com is committed to you for the long run. Bigger payouts, higher conversions, and attention you expect from dedicated affiliate managers. AffiliateContracts.com. That's what the affiliate world needs. Hey, have you got the number for Jerry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And welcome back. This is the Big Fabu, John Fondy. And, of course, this is our third and final segment of the Inbox Radio Show. If you are just joining us, you can go to Inbox to Radio. That's I-N-B-O-X-E-D radio.com. We have a chat room set up. We've got some guys in the chat room uh, funneling us information. And also, you can go to the Webmaster Radio chat room. And if you have a, a question for our esteemed panel or our guests, uh, we'll go ahead and get that typed into our super secret, super private back office. And we'll get that answered for you right here on the air. And again, as I mentioned, as we were getting ready to toss to the break, uh, this information uh, comes to us from Mitch Bain. Uh, He's a marketing manager with W3i. And he talks about three ways to help maximize your holiday media buy. And he says, with the season right around the corner, it's really important that you get prepared for the season. And an online holiday media buy strategy. So when Santa comes down the chimney at the end of the holiday season, He's bringing sacks of money for you instead of big sacks of coal. And, of course, some of the things that he indicates, of course, is, is make sure that uh, you find out what worked last year, what didn't, what type of spending you did, and then ratchet those up to the trends as they're taking place 12 months later. And, of course, you're going to want to test it. You know, testing is a vital part. And I know that the, that, um, the Dr. Detroit is a, is a, and the Click Father are firm advocates of testing and testing and testing. So you've got to make sure that, uh, that you come out on the right side of this. And yeah, and actually, uh, John, the only part of that, that article I disagree with is what worked last year will work this year because yeah. I mean as as the economy changes, um, you know p- people's spending habits change. I mean I just read a report uh, Southwest Airlines, you know, seventeen percent of people are now buying a premium ticket, whereas a, exactly a year ago it was twenty six percent. I mean dramatic change in in how people are uh, spending money. So unfortunately, what worked last year will not work this year. Um, a good thing to look at is Google.com forward slash trends and see what's trending, what people are searching for, uh, especially as the holiday season approaches. Um, that would probably be better better fit than uh, thinking whatever's going to work last year will we'll, we'll work again. I mean, you know, Snuggie was our top campaign last year in the infomercial of the year, as everybody, most people know. Um, I doubt it's going to be that this year. So things are constantly changing. So it's uh, it's trying to figure out what what's at the head of the next curve, being on top of that, buying a media for that, and, uh, you know, taking a little gamble on, on some of your media buys because if they pay off, they pay off huge. Um, so that, that's, uh, that's, that's my advice. Well, and they, you know, and they, we, this article also talks about more consumers are beginning to shop online than ever before, and this was according to shop.org. But then that sort of takes into 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 situations of what Craig was talking about before is that they're, we've finally got them into a situation of where we've got their confidence built up, and we've got a few numbskulls out there that basically are destroying that confidence. So it's great to have guys like Craig around to sort of keep the checks and balances in play. 
It, it's great, and it's great to know what you have to do, and, and that's pretty much why I asked Craig that question, because many people go, oh my gosh, are you going to Mod Cavern, and you go into the OTA, and you know, we, marketers don't go to those things, it's mostly like, you know, these internet security geeks that go to them, and that's absolutely not the truth. Uh, there's more marketers, just smart marketers go to it, um, so you understand exactly what the ISPs are looking for, exactly what compliance wants, so that everybody can, uh, can, uh, can play in the same field and play gracefully. Um, as opposed to, uh, you know, trying to sneak by. And, you know, I say it every week, John, you know, the, uh, the days of, uh, of sneaking under the radar are over. You know, now it's, it's time for people to become legitimate. And legitimate marketers are making a lot of money in this industry. Uh, the Grand Line guys, and, and I'll touch on that in Kevin's corner, are the ones that are going up and down and they have absolutely no stability. And, you know, if you want to be one of those guys, great. You know, you're the guy driving the Lamborghini this month and, uh, you know, the Ford Panther next month. That's you. That's not me. Hey, absolutely. Hey, Brasco, go ahead and tee up the uh, the ringside bell for me because it gives me great pleasure now to uh, welcome to our esteemed show the the Click Father. He's a Click Father for a reason, and uh, he's got some great information. So it gives me great pleasure now to take us on a field trip all the way to Kevin's Corner. But, but I already went on my rant. Hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. I'm out of gas, man. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then housekeeping stopped vacuuming, which is a good thing. Yes. Um, uh, Kevin's Corner, they what I want to cover housekeeping there? They, actually, the courtyard does have housekeeping. And the funniest thing, Adam, is the pool is literally in the lobby. When you check in, you can see the pool. It, it's it's the the, uh, the most unique property. Um, That's a fountain, anyway. Kevin. It, you, know, you know, it may be a fountain, actually. Uh, but, you know, some, some people are using it as a pool. It could be um, an interim. <laughs> you know, it, it actually it could be. Anyway, so the <laughs> what I did is I came up with, we're going to move back to email this week on Kevin's Corner. What I came up with are five major, major points um, of why inbox. You know, this, this, uh, this, this little rant was prompted by uh, me finding out that an old acquaintance of mine that has uh, made a lot of money in this industry now has his Lamborghini uh, in impound. Uh, because he owes $90,000 on it. And uh, the, the funny thing is his license plate reads Y-Inbox. So Y-Inbox, well, let's just call this person Mr. G. Well, Mr. G, let me tell you Y-Inbox. Number one, legitimacy. But by branding yourself and actively working with Postmasters, you're going you're gonna to earn a title of being a legitimate marketer. Just like we spoke about with Craig, if you go to these shows, they understand, hey, there's Kevin DiVincenzi. He's a legitimate marketer. I trust him. I know he's not just trying to, to shove mail in. He's going to follow the rules. With that, you know, you, you get a lot of respect that you get the uh, title, title that you're legitimate. Optimization. By inboxing, you can truly optimize your mail because you're eliminating one key variable, and that's whether you're getting your mail in or not. Um, if, if you're just mailing and some's going inbox, some's going junk, you really don't know what's happening. Um, if you're truly inboxing, you can truly optimize. The next point would be efficiency. Uh, as mentioned above, you can stay efficient. You can concentrate on tr testing more campaigns and making more money. If you're inboxing already, again, you're not worried about how to get your mail in or what have you. Fourth point, respect among your peers. Uh, by, by inboxing, follow the rules, you'll get that respect. You know, many of these guys, the fly-by-night guys, and you guys know who you are, you, you don't get respect from anybody because, yes, you may make $30,000 today, but tomorrow you're flat broke and knocking on the door for me to lend you money for a U-Haul. Um, true story, by the way, guys. <laughs> 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 uh, that that is that is not not the way to do this business. Years ago, great, there was a lot of opportunity. It was the wild wild west. It is no longer the wild wild west anymore. True, legitimate marketers are making a lot of money uh, in this market. Spammers and guys that are just trying to make a quick hit. Well, guess what? If you guys want a Lamborghini, there's one sitting here in Las Vegas. You know, 2010 for ninety thousand bucks. So that's it, John. I gave I gave I gave you all. Well, I mean, I look at this, you talk about legitimacy, optimization, efficiency, stability, and respect. It sounds to me like just a big acronym for loser. Yeah, and that's pretty much uh, what, uh, what some of these guys are, unfortunately. But you know what we could do, John? We could buy that Lamborghini for the 90 and then just give it away at the affiliate summit. You know, Maybe we'll just yeah, do that. I think that's a good way to go, and, and then that's what we call stimulus and recycling all in one. So. And we'll just change the plates to we unbox instead of why unbox. So perfect, nice and that's easy. right. Hey, we've gone green, and we've helped the economy as well. <laughs> <laughs> well I don't know if you go green when I put a Lamborghini in the body. I just <laughs> ah ah. Oh, I'll tell you, but I'll tell you, speaking about going green and speaking about Lambos, uh, at, uh, was it a uh, year before last at the, at the Affiliate Summit? That's exactly what we did. We gave away a lime green Lamborghini. Yep. We, we sure so, did. And uh, this year there'll be some more, uh, 
some more fun and excitement. We're still doing a lot of giveaways, just so our listeners know. They're just more private. We're not uh, we're not doing very large open contests anymore, just because the they become an accounting nightmare. And I mean, surely people that can't win it, we don't even want them to try. And, and I'm not saying that uh, to uh, to be a smart ass, but it's just, there's no reason for a smaller marketer to come in and try and win it when you know if it's based upon volume, where we've got certain guys doing very large volume. Um, you know, it only comes down to a few people. Um, so we're doing, we're still doing rewards, but we're doing a lot of them on a one-on-one basis because I'd like to reward a smaller guy as well if he's uh, if he's being loyal and he's uh, driving traffic for us. He deserves a reward too. So it's not just saying, hey, there's a Lamborghini and it's one Lamborghini going out to one person. That doesn't make sense. Um, so we, we've, we've changed that up a bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> good deal. Um, the uh, Let's talk a little bit about Ad Tech New York City coming up November 3rd through the 6th. Um, uh, this is, again, uh, we heard at the top of the show, we had heard about the No Bull Party 3 that's going to be taking place. Uh, the only bikini bull riding contest that's taking place in jo- at Johnny Utah's in Midtown Manhattan. Uh, we're going to be, um, we're actually going to be um, uh, broadcasting live from that event, so I appreciate Brasco and the Webmaster guys coming out. Uh, Kevin, it looks to be like we've got a lot of people participating in, in the show, and let's talk a little bit about how some, some some other people could participate if they wanted to. Yeah, there's a couple. I mean, I'm at a trade show right now, as I said before. Not really a trade show, but a training. Um, so there's a few networks here that are asking me how to participate as well. Um, we are this year for the first time calling it the um, XY7 and Friends No Bull Party, just because a lot of people wanted to participate and they didn't want to get into the large second night, because what happens is after AdTech starts, you know, the first day everybody's doing great, and the first night is that big party, you know, the same one that we've done year after year with a bunch of other advertisers, and by day two, nobody even wants to get up off their chair. Um, so we're doing the pre-party, so we do it the night before, it's our third year in a row, um, you know, doors open at nine, um, it runs until about one or one thirty. so not really a late night, it's not going until four o'clock in the morning, a um, lot of fun, the No Bull, you know, party, as Webmaster Radio had told me, uh, as well as one of the best live remotes last year. I mean, we have a lot of fun. I know, John, you have a lot of fun. I'm seeing it. Uh, you know, beautiful girls and uh, a great uh, a great fun contest and, uh, you know, very, very uh, interactive and just, just a, a way to kick back and a great way to start, uh, you know, ad tech Ooh. 09. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right, and it, and really, it's one of the one of the parties where where uh, the the uh, noble party and you know X Y Seven and friends. It's a great opportunity for somebody who may uh, may want to get it, get involved in a party with that, but maybe you know has some financial constraints. They can get some really good opportunities, such as you know private tables with free bottle service. There's even a little mini party, a little mini VIP room where you can actually invite some of your esteemed guests and and actually uh, you know kind of uh, kind of do the same thing that we're doing but uh, but actually get good value out of that as well and I think that's how we we're able to stimulate our partners and our friends oh definitely and I mean what we're doing is we're allowing the smaller affiliate networks to, to come in and, and giving them a little helping hand in regards to promoting their brand along with ours which obviously is a trusted name that's been around for uh, for well over six years um, to come in that way so you're not going to see any other major major brands um, when we say XY7 and friends a lot of the brands you will not know, they're more, you know, smaller networks and startups and uh, media buying companies, et cetera. Uh, you know, not the uh, not the other, you know, main affiliate networks just because it didn't, uh, you know, we're not looking to do that. That party's the next night, that big, you know, uh, big to do with, uh, you know, r- bears running around and uh, and break dancers. That's the second night. Ours is, uh, is a little bit different, a little bit more intimate and uh, focused on people just having fun. It's not such a big, uh, you know, a big production from that from that standpoint. Well, and the thing that I've noticed in the past two years prior to this is that it's it's you're right, it's intimate, but it's it's extremely wild. There's a lot of different layers of things that are going on, including one of the most significant layers is that people are actually able to to, to conduct business in a fast, fun, friendly atmosphere, in you know, right in the excitement capital of the world, New York City, and this is right in the middle of, of downtown Manhattan. So you could you know, so you couldn't couldn't pick a better place to be at. It is. No, it's going to be a lot of fun, John. We look forward to it every year, and this has now been our staple. You know, we did karaoke the uh, the first year, and the past two years has been the no bowl, and I think we're just going to carry through with that for many years to come because uh, it's it's very warmly received. Everybody writes about it, blogs about it, and, you know, uh, the, the thing that uh, and anybody listening, after we do the bikini bull riding, anybody can ride the bull. So it's kind of like it's a lot of fun, too, so you can go there with your buddies and see who can get thrown off the bull first, and uh, it's, it's definitely uh, a, a good, fun, uh, clean time. 
Yeah, and uh, you can lay your bat off in the back booth there at uh, Johnny, Johnny Utah's as to who's going to stay on and who's going to stay on for eight seconds or more. But, hey, thanks again. Exactly. Hey, uh, uh, Doctor, any last comments from you as well? I love you, John. Well, I love you too, man. And uh, in fact, I just rented that movie last night, but I had to turn it back in because I didn't watch it all. So, but uh, hey, appreciate your input. Tell us, tennis warrant, when you'll be back. <laughs> Tell us when you'll be back in the United States and what's what's planned for the next couple of weeks, Doc. Um, I'll be back in the United States on uh, November 18th, and uh, until then, I'll just be be hopping around mainland China. It'll be good. Hey, will you do me a favor and bring me back like a uh, an inlaid set of chopsticks? Sure, John. I'd like that because uh, because I'm kind of getting into dim sum out here, and I want to I want to look the part, feel the part, if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, again, when next, uh, want to remind you. <laughs> oh, John. The other thing I wanted to say is there is a uh, sorry for jumping in here. But there is another uh, conference next Tuesday. I can't publicly say what it is, but those of you that know about it know about it. I will be there attending as well. It's a very private, super secret conference in San Francisco next Tuesday. Um, and I am one of the, the uh, esteemed invited guests there. Um, so anybody that is going, I will be there as well. So uh, reach out oh, if you want to meet up. Hey, that sounds great. Well, hey, like uh, like like anything, every good thing sometimes has to come to an end. I want to remind you that our next live show will be uh, done at 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, and that's 5 p.m. on the East Coast every Wednesday. You also can go to inboxradio.com. You can also listen to our uh, our archives. You can go through the shows, and they're all entitled. Next week, we have Hank Bergone of uh, Cronenberger and Bergone LLP. They happen to be an internet law firm. We're going to talk a little bit more about some of the legal side of things, and also. Really excited to have a superstar of the industry. Sean Collins is going to uh, be on the show. He's going to talk about his recent interview that he did in Website Magazine. And we're also going to talk about something very dear to our heart, which is, uh, which is the Affiliate Summit that's coming up here shortly, right after the first of the year in Las Vegas. So, uh, again, I want to thank uh, Brasco for, uh, for dialing in the ones and twos and, and all the great sound effects. I want to thank uh, Kevin G. Vincenzi, the click father, as well as the doctor of delivery, Adam Young, for being with us, as well as our great guest including Bennett Kelly from the Internet Law Center and also Craig Spiesel, and he's the executive director. And uh, I want to thank all of you for your, for your wonderful questions. We'll keep answering those questions each week as we go along in uh, our chat room as well as the Webmaster Radio. And you guys that are in the inbox to uh, radio chat room, thanks for hanging on the phone and sending us that information. So in conclusion, this has been another edition of InboxedRadio.com. Where else would you want to send it? Our thanks to Webmaster Radio and all the people in their organization. I'm the big Fabu John Fondy, telling you that this is it for today. We'll see you next week and make it a great one. Thank you. Good week.